morning. How are we doing today? How how are we? Hey, we're doing our intro a little bit of a different way today, and it might cause a little bit of reverb, like an echo in the speaker, and um, what we'll do is nothing about it, because we don't care, because we're going to go on ahead and do this anyway, okay? There's a new way we're going back to redo this whole start again. I'm sorry. I just can't. Good morning. Today is Wednesday, May 22nd. Oh, what a beautiful day it is here in Barcelona. My name is Gregory Cangren. Welcome to What's the Point? And um, I can I just tell you, it has got to be one of the most spectacular. This is, if you're ever going to come to, to northern Spain or Spain in general, this is the time to be here. I mean, it really is. It's, it's absolutely it is absolutely spectacular weather, clear blue skies, temperatures fantastic. And speaking of fantastic, let me bring in the most fantastic woman I've ever known, you know? And uh, just a, a wonderful, wonderful person who is at this time launching a major, um, what do you call that thing? A... Uh, 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 Webinar. She's doing a how-to webinar that's going to be, I mean, when, when, when it hits, it's going to be big. I mean, you know, you've heard of like um, Tony Robbins. Have you ever heard of Tony Robbins? Has anyone, has anyone ever? I don't know if anyone's ever heard of this guy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But anyway. Don't hold it up too much. But <laughs> you just wait. This is just amazing. The one, the only, Amy Cankren. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Can I just tell you something? Come on. Be honest. This is the day. These are the days to be in Spain. It is beautiful. It is absolutely beautiful. I mean, when we first came here, we landed in June. Um, yeah, right in the beginning. What it was like June, June 1st. 1st. Yeah. yeah. And um, from June to about October, no rain. And not a not a drop, not a cloud in the sky, and the the clear the the clear clarity. Wow, that was rough. <laughs> the clarity of the blue skies here is unreal. I mean, the deepness of the blue and in the, the sky is beautiful. I mean, it's, it feels fantastic. And um, which what surprised me was. It didn't look Caribbean. It didn't look like the tropics. When you go to the beach, even though it's, the waters are beautiful and clear. Yeah, and, and they're blue, blue and blue and um, greenish and it's stuff. Not a, it's not a tropical blue. No, it's not. It's, and the skies are beautiful, but it's not tropical. It's, it's completely Mediterranean. I get it. I see it. And There's a difference between and tropics and the Med. And the water is warm. So if you come to the beach here... You don't, as soon as you go in, it's, it's, it's so warm. I mean, everybody even says that. They all say that the, the ocean water is even hot. Yeah, it is. And um, sometimes I go to the, to the, to the ocean and I, I don't want to go in. It's like, oh, gosh. It's like that first step into like a cold. You think it's going to be freezing. You go in and, and it's, it's quite not. pleasant. Yes, it really is. And if you put on goggles, you know, because you don't want the salt water to. And it's, but another thing. The water is very salty. Yes. It's saltier 
than yes. other oceans. I, I think, think so. You know, and um, and we got a Gregory got a first Gregory got a firsthand experience on how warm the Mediterranean is versus, say, the Atlantic Ocean. Whoa. We went to Portugal what last was that? year, Al- July. Algarve, right? The Algarve re- region. Right. So that is south. That is the south coast of Portugal. Correct. Which all the beautiful rock formations. I mean, amazing. Great you, golf, if too. You, if you look at any where to go, top places to go in the world, the Algarve region in Portugal, or Algarve, Algarve. Is, is one of them. And so we went on the tour. Yeah, we took a we we got a um, a Dalton, boat a, a dinghy. They said we were going on a it's boat, not a dinghy. and they put our asses on a damn dinghy. It's not a dinghy. Okay, <laughs> we went we went <laughs> probably ten miles offshore. That's far. That's like yeah, it's a long way. Miles on land. <laughs> that engine was revving. You know, it's an inboard diesel. It's a it's one of those um th- those army. Um, you know, uh, flotation, rescue boats. Re- yeah, rescue boats. But it's you know, it's air, it's, it's flotation rubber. on the it's sides, rubber on the sides with a hard it, it bottom. It had no substance to it. Now they the tried to tell me I'm not, I'm not a boater. I don't know boating. Yeah, it's a hard bottom boat. Go on. It was rubber. I touched the sides and it felt like a tire. So to me, yes, I was it's inflatable the damn on the sides. tire in the middle of the damn <laughs> Atlantic, going to look for fucking dolphins. I'm like, turn this shit around. I don't need to see dolphins that fucking bad. We're all headed. We're all headed out. Everybody's going the <laughs> the spray, you know, the ocean spray because the, the water was a little rough that day. They had even told you they were like, "Look, are you sure you want to go out? Because it's a little rough out there." But it was our last day mm-hmm. in Algarve, mm-hmm. and you and we were like, "No, no, you know, we we we, you know, it's nice. We're gonna we got the whole boat to ourselves." Yeah, it was only us four. Yeah, me, and, Gregory, Sydney, and Answer. And our and our um uh, uh what do you call that uh our tour guide? Yeah, but what is she? She's a marine biologist. Marine biologist. And and the driver. That's it. That's it. That's the whole boat. And and out we go. Now it's got seats for like the boat had seating for another t- what would you say eight people? I know, but it was light because it was just us. <laughs> and we're bouncing off these waves, and it it was a it was a, a lot of fun. It felt like a roller coaster because they got out of the port area. Correct. They turned right, and we were supposed to, and we did. Not what we were supposed to, and we. Went to the caves and all the places, you know, they, they do this. But where the port is to where the tour really started was pretty far. Correct. So they turned on them engines, those outboard engines that turned that dinghy into a speedboat. Yeah, had the good waves speed. were rough. Yeah. Now, what do I know about rough waves? I'm not a boater. I don't boat. I don't boat in the ocean. So when she was like, you know, the waves are rough, I'm like, yeah, yeah it's a little sure. rough out there. Man, it we was. are speeding. We're going against the waves. Correct. So what happens is we're probably three miles offshore. Right. So we can still see the shore on our right. Yeah, yeah. And we're we're heading out. Yeah. 
and the waves are coming. I guess it's windy. Yeah. I'm holding on for dear life, okay? And I'm holding on to answer. And he's trying to, like, get off of me. I'm like, no, you be quiet and sit there. All I could see was him flying out the boat into the Atlantic. You know, and I wasn't going to have him today. We'd have got him. It would have yeah, been okay. Yeah, we'd have got him. Come on, man. He can swim. Yeah, I Come on, man. Okay. Like, I want to see that vision. No, I wouldn't want, no, obviously, Flying I wouldn't want to see, right, right. You know, so I'm holding on to him. My knuckles are hurting. <laughs> this boat's going to, this boat feels like it's going about 80 miles an hour. Yeah, we were moving. <laughs> Was it about yeah. that fast? No, no. I, I'd say we were at about 30 knots. That's it. We were, we were moving. On land. On, on the ocean, 30 knots is really moving. Yes. And it's just, it's open air. You know, the wind is, is hitting you, the ocean spray. And so we're going, so just imagine this. We're in a dinghy. Gregory can say what he wants. Oh, it's a God. damn dinghy in a, in a rubber dinghy with these two rubber onboard dinghy. engines that are like, inboard engines. And it's just going. And. The waves Diesel. are coming. The waves are huge. It, the waves are so bad that sometimes, and they're going so fast, mm-hmm. that sometimes when we're at the top of a wave mm-hmm. and there's nothing behind the wave because it's a wave, yeah? Right. The boat just falls like two feet. Correct. Now, come on, man. He actually had to throttle down a couple of times because the we were, was yeah, so the crazy. wave was so high. So yeah. we're going, and the waves are two feet, three feet. So imagine you're at the top of a wave, and then you just fall and two feet. You can actually look down and see where you're going. And you fall two feet. You know that, that pit that falls in your stomach when you're falling? Yeah. That's happening every 45 seconds. I hate to tell her. I hate to tell you this. I really hate to tell you this. But those were, we were in three to five foot waves. That was, that was, that was a legitimate three to five foot ocean. Why do you hate to tell me that? Because you were actually falling more like four to six feet. Okay. Well, I mean, I've done it already. So that's cool. And I'm closing my eyes. I started to get seasick. Did you really? Yeah, I started to get like dizzy because it was so fast. I felt like I was on a roller coaster. Now, I want to see the dolphins and I want my kids to see the dolphins. Well, that's before, but we haven't even finished the the thing yet because what happened was they rode like that, that fast with with those waves. Just to get to the caves. Just to get to the caves. Yeah, yeah. Throttled hard like that for 20 minutes. Yeah, about that. And then they kind of calm down and then they'd go to a part of the cave and it'd be nice. And then. But we have some pictures from the caves that are amazing. You know, the, the, let me just give a little bit of the south shore of Portugal is used to be underwater. 100,000, 200,000 years ago. Yeah. And what it is, is that these cliffs, these high cliffs that are, oh, I don't know, they've got to be about 100 feet, mm-hmm. 150 feet. Mm-hmm. They're all made up of nothing but organic material, mollusks, uh, shells. You can even, you know, as you look at them, you can see the shells in the rock. Yeah, it's pretty You know amazing. what I mean? It's, it's amazing. And it's, um, it's very delicate. We, we saw some, collapse, some places where it had collapsed. Mm-hmm. That's where the boat was going on. They're talking about what we doing out here <laughs> if it could collapse. That's Come why on, it's man. got these. That's why the caves have these holes at the top of them because it's where it has collapsed. Mm. It's just, it is beautiful. And it it's is an amazing. amazing it's amazing. And 
that's why the marine biologist was there because she was explaining it to Correct. us. Correct. Explaining the different ages and the fall, the the, the um, fall of the um, of the ocean. Correct. And that they're she's you know yeah she's a tour guide but they're also doing a lot of research. Yeah, she's part of a research facility down there. Because you know they really don't know, do they? Mm-mm. They don't know what's going on, so that's what they're. That's what and they're, they're studying climate change yeah. and what that's going to do to the southern coast of um, Portugal. Of Portugal. Yeah. So we go and you know this, this takes about an hour and beautiful, beautiful caves. We see all the caves and stuff like that. And she, um, they bring the boat to a, like a little. It's a calm now because we're going slow and the, we're really close to shore. Yeah, but there's still the waves are still really big, so there's a lot of pitch mm-hmm. in the in the in the vessel. And then the woman says, "Okay, here we go. Take off your clothes. Who wants to jump in?" We're in about four hundred and fifty feet of water. But we're right. I mean, it's a cliffside, so yeah. you're by the cliff. So if you jumped off the cliff, you you can go down. Yeah, yeah. You've got you. You're in 450 feet of water. It's very deep water, so you know you don't have to worry about running aground or anything like that. Yeah. Now Sydney was gung ho. She that was what she wanted. She was like, you know, she's a swimmer. She's on the swim team. She was like, she wants to go, and then she got scared. Yeah. Because that water was dark. <laughs> and Sydney's gonna look at her talking about how deep is this. She's going to talk about, I'm not going to tell her. <laughs> right. <laughs> the tour guide, she was like, I'm not telling you. She's like, no, just tell me how deep. She was like, you cannot touch the bottom. Right. Right? Yeah. She's like, you can't touch the bottom. Yes. And then Sydney got cold feet. And you know me. I'm I'm Mrs. Protectorate. I'm like, not my baby. You, you know, don't, don't have to go, Sid. And I'm, but I don't want to say no, and I don't want to do that. So I'm like, you know, Sydney, if you don't want to go, you don't have to go. <laughs> you know, Sydney, it's all right. Don't but what go. had happened was, because she had already said she was going, I had already stripped down to my bathing suit. Yeah, because she said for you to go with her. She'd go if you went with Correct. her. Correct. And I didn't even want to go. No, and I was like, I, I, I don't really want to. I, I knew that water was going to be. I, I asked her. I was like, What's the temperature of this water? She's like, I'm not, not going to tell you. Tell you that either. Right. And then Gregory got angry, stripped off his clothes, and without thinking, launched himself <laughs> off the boat. Yes, I did. Into <laughs> the Atlantic. Oh, yes, into this dark, deep. Very cold water. He popped up fast. Yes, I did. And talk about, whoa! <laughs> that water was cold, man. And I mean, he made his, he swam so fast right back to the to the. Yeah, boat. I did. I just he wanted to get out of there. In, and I almost I was thought so- he was going to go to the tour guide and slap <laughs> her across the face for not warning him. On how cold. Can I just tell you, that water was so cold in the amount of time that I was in there, in the, what, 20 seconds that I was in there, if that, I, um, I had trouble getting back onto the boat because everything had froze, my muscles had frozen up on me. And I, and it wasn't easy to climb back into the, onto that. Plus that boat didn't have a really good ladder. You know what I mean? Yeah, dinghies never do. Nice. <laughs> and it, I had a little difficulty, and uh, plus I was carrying a little weight. You know what I mean? And and 
It wasn't. It was not easy to get back onto that boat under those you, circumstances. You seem like you were in shock. It. It was a very sobering experience. <laughs> I'll tell you the truth. And but I was proud of you. We got some good pictures. I'll tell you that, like boy. That. And he gonna look at Sydney talking about you stay in the boat. Yeah, You're yeah. Going you nowhere. made you made the right choice. And she was. I, I. We took some other pictures as we went on to other caves. And when I saw the pictures. Um, later on, you know, that night or the next day or something, and I saw her face. I was like, what's the matter? You look so sad. You know, we're having the time of our lives. And she carried that for quite a while. Yeah, she was. She felt like she missed an opportunity. Yeah. And I'm like, nah, uh uh honey. Don't feel that way. Nuh-uh. You did the right thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you never know. Like, what if she had jumped in and froze up and panicked? See, you are... A, you know, you're you're not going to panic. No. You know what I'm saying? You're stronger. You're a man. You've been swimming for for a very long time. Yes. You've been in... Deep sim- water in like deep, that. Yes. Deep water and not that cold. No, but you've also been um, in situations that were not good. Like, I remember one time you were like, the waves had taken you out when you were in Long Island. As Correct. A kid, and you were able to think. Right. She... I just don't... She didn't have that in her. Next thing you know, she jumps down in there and gets in trouble and panics because it's so cold, because it's so dark. You know what I mean? And I was trying to tell her, man. Yeah, don't don't worry about it. Yeah, she did. So now... So we go through the caves, which are, you know, if you ever um, decide to go to the Iberian Peninsula, southern uh, coast... Is, is one of the places to be. It really is. Southern coast of uh, Portugal, especially Spain too. But it starts to flatten out in Spain. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, Spain Portugal's better. Other, yeah, they got has another look to yeah, it. Yeah, it's got the beaches. It, it yeah. flattens out to beaches yeah. more in Spain than it does. It's like cliffs to beaches, mm-hmm. whereas Portugal is cliffs, is cliffs of, of organic material. To ocean, yeah, and it's just, it's just, it's and a it's different animal. Ocean. Yeah, it's one a different animal. Correct. That's the other thing. Yeah, is the Atlantic. Correct. So then, after the caves, she was like, "All right." It was like an hour into it. Now I'm ready to go back in. Yeah. And she's like, "Okay, we're gonna go out and see the dolphins now." And he's like, "Okay, here we go." And he throttles up. <laughs> Got, you know, twin diesels on that thing, and off we go. Away from shore. This entire time, even when I'm, I'm kind of, I've had to close my eyes and hold on tight and not get sick. Not yeah, get at busy. tops, at tops, we were maybe three miles off the coast of, we of the shore. We could see it. Yeah. We're, we're, we're running alongside. Yeah. When he said we're going to we And then we went into shore and then we went to into look shore. at the caves and All stuff, right. yeah. So I still felt comfortable because, you know, push come to shove, I can see shore. At least that's. It makes me feel good. Yes. Now, off to see the dolphins, he makes a left away from shore. Yes. And just throttles into down. Into a line and just keeps going and going. This was a, a solid 25, 30 minutes. At, at what, 30 knots? Yeah, we were a, a solid 15 miles off. 20 off, miles? 20 miles off, off the, offshore. We, I lost sight of land. Yeah. I mean, a, a long time. Like, you yeah, know. Yeah. And then when we got out there, it was kind of stormy. Like, the ocean color changed. It was a rough day. Yes. 
Yes. The, yeah. the, you know, it got cloudy, yeah. you know, and the air just looked different. And the boat, the ocean is so big. I mean, I know that's an understatement, but my God. And, and um, they had other tour boats, but they had like those two or three um, levels. Decks. decks. Decks, boats with, you know, 200 people on it. Yeah. And, you know, they out there with us. Correct. <laughs> we in a dinghy. And they're, <laughs> and they're, and they're um, diving into the, their boat is diving into the Correct. water and so forth. Yeah, it was something. And about... 20, 15 minutes into it when I just don't see now anything. I, now, I want to go. I want to see the dolphins. I want my family to see the dolphins, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I want, okay? I want this. Uh-huh. So did I. And we're, we're riding, and I'm like, you know, I'm looking at Amy, and I'm like, look. We're gonna be there soon, you know. We're gonna, we'll, we'll be there soon. What did you? This why is, this is kind of nice, it, you know. It, 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 it's a beautiful day. Look up, you know. I'm trying to get it. Don't, don't look at the ocean. Look up. The sky is, it's a pretty sky. And then the, all these clouds roll in and stuff. I'm like, oh Jesus! This, there's literally nothing to look at. Look at the horizon. You can see the curvature of the Earth. I'm like, oh you know, God, oh you know, God. You know those people who are talking about flat Earth. Now, well, you can see the horizon of the Earth. It's crazy. You know, why would you even say something like that? I say, because you know we're looking out into the Atlantic. You know, there ain't no land at all. No land. No boats. No. No, no nothing. Yeah. Just some rough ass ocean. And us in this Diggy. inflatable <laughs> rescue <laughs> boat. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is insane. It's a sturdy boat. It's a very sturdy boat. And so we're going, and we're going. And I have my head down, and I'm trying not to see, and all I'm talking to is God. Gregory's running his mouth, <laughs> and he did. I don't know what he's talking about. Because I'm talking to God right now. Me and God had a conversation. I said, Lord, please help I, us. I, Keep us safe. Please let us be able to get back to shore. That is all I'm saying. I knew I'm we... like, my kids are here. Or I said, if we go down... We'll go down together. Quick. <laughs> and then we'll all go down together. Because it was like, I had a coming to terms... <laughs> with the Lord <laughs> on the way out. I mean, <clears throat> I settled all debts. Excuse me. I I forgave myself oh, Jesus. and anyone else that have may oh, have wronged God. me nice. in life. And I said, you know what? If it, it is matter. my time, it is my time. Oh but my please God. Please don't let it be our time. And I mean, I Gregory's all this is what I hear from Gary. I can't hear nothing he's talking about. Okay, I can't hear nothing he's talking about. Then I'm like, you know, this is taking forever. I knew we were in trouble. I knew we were in trouble. I look at Gregory and I'm like, how long are we gonna? Is this gonna take? I was like, tops, another ten minutes, tops. And then I, and then it was like, and I went to put my hand on on her arm to steady her and she gave me the chicken wing. Get off of me. Serious. She got she looked up 
at our marine biologist. Mm-hmm. And she said, Excuse me. Excuse me. And I was like, Yell. And I'm First like, of all, <laughs> it's loud as shit. Whoosh. <laughs> With the engines running. Hello. Excuse me. And the kids are there. Enter. We put some blankets over or something over Enter. Enter's face because the spray of the salt water yeah. actually created. Um, um, it hurt his skin. Yeah, it was, like when we came in, half his face yeah. <laughs> was bumpy yeah. from just water hitting him hitting and creating at, at a very high rate of speed. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, okay, let me calm down. St- easy, <laughs> easy. She's gonna get upset all over again. <laughs> so what happened was, I knew we were in trouble <laughs> when she was when she yelled to our marine biologist. Excuse me. She gave, she gave me the chicken wing. Yeah. Excuse me! Yeah. How long would it have taken for us to had seen the dolphins? It was all sorts of past tense. <laughs> trying to talk about, see, we need to turn the heck back. Because I need to see no dolphins. I go to a zoo. I don't care. I don't like zoos, but I'll see the dolphin at the zoo. Because I don't need to see the dolphins that bad. <laughs> And that was basically it. Like, how long would it have been if we had continued to go, to see, go see the, the dolphins. dolphins? And the, the the marine biologist was like, she saw it, and she was like, "We're almost there. We're almost there." And she was, and like, we ran for about another eight minutes or so. And ten we minutes. were, um, she and then she told me she was like, "Look, this is a safe boat. This is the boat that they take out to." Yeah, this is a, it's a navy rescue and boat. She was like, "It's unsinkable." Correct. And then I was like, "Okay, it's unsinkable, but that don't mean I can't fall out of this thing." <laughs> well, that's true, but, but I mean, we'll we'll come and get you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> So we get to a place. We'll do the figure eight rescue drill and come and get you. I know. And so we get to a place and we we now see two or three other boats. Yeah. Because they all talk to each other on the radio. And they spot them. And they were like, this guy was like, oh, the such and such boat saw dolphins over here. And I I thought that was nice. Yes. I thought that it was nice that the captains of these different competing companies, companies right. communicate with each communicate other. Communicate with each other yeah. and say, hey, you know, you know how to yeah. uh, dolphins at such and such and such and such. Yeah, they, and then, she's giving them latitudes and longitudes. Yeah, and then all and the then boats converge. head over there, yeah. So they stop the boat in this area. And let me tell you something, them waves are. High. Yeah, they were. We are just, we're not, the engines are off, and we are still going up four up and five down. feet yeah. up and down. It was a solid four to six foot seas We that would day. go down, and we couldn't see the other three or four deck boats in the distance. Correct. Because they disappeared. Under the horizon of the water. It's insane. And then when you pop up on top of the wave, you see them for a minute, and then they disappear again, because now they're low, and you're high, and you're looking over them. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was substantial. You know that that tells you how how um, in essence at four to six feet. Now you're at twelve feet of diff distance. Yeah. he's down twelve feet, and we're up. And you're, uh, I mean, he's down six feet. You're up six, so it's a twelve foot difference. Yeah. And here's the thing: it was such crazy waves, and dolphins don't stay still. They're playing. 
Yeah, they're yeah, having fun. The ocean. They were having a good time because they love waves. And they love the rough waves. Yeah. So it's almost, you had to be quick. It was yeah. like, they're over there. And they'll come up and they'll jump and they'll jump over into the water and then they'll go down again. And then you'll see them and it's like a school of them. Yeah. And then it was like, they're Big going school. under the boat. They're going under the boat. And then we'd have to turn and you see all the boating um, captains trying to catch them and people trying to take pictures. It's insanity. It's it is. Just it insanity. is. And then as you start moving they're jumping in the waves of the boat they yeah. want they're going you know they're they're as you're going they're swimming right in front of the boat they you know they're just very playful in mm-hmm. in waves and stuff and they had a great day for it because it was wavy out there boy and we saw the dolphins for about 15 minutes yeah we were out there a while and um it was nice we got some great pictures some great video <coughs> in the middle of the Atlantic. Of the Atlantic Ocean. And then we turned, and after that, we turned, and all the boats went on in. And once he, I think he went faster going in. Well, we had the, the, the waves were with us. The waves were at our back. Oh, so we okay. were surfing Got going it. in. It was kind of... And going, going in, in was, was not too bad. No. Yeah. Um, but Ensa was suffering because, like I said, all that was hitting him, and he was in pain. Yeah. Um. And then, so we come He's a back. trooper, though. He loved yeah. the dolphins. Yes, he, he, he forgot about all his discomfort when we got to the dolphins. And we came back into port. And I... This... <laughs> <laughs> I, look, man, I grew up in America, man. There are safety standards that I do not find in Southern Europe. No, you're on your own here. And he brought that... That, that boat in and they asked us you want to have some fun and he brought that boat in to turn into port yeah that bank turn was insane and banked that boat into the into the port yeah that bank turn was crazy if we were in a car it would have been a wheelie yeah that was That's something how fast he was going that was some it was fun though yeah and um, a lot of fun so that was our... Uh, and, you know, I'm a sailor. I'm not used to going anywhere near that fast. You know what I mean? Mm. It, was, it was a lot of fun. And it was quite scary for me. It was, it, it, like I said, it was very intense for me. I mean, wow. You can still feel it today, right? Yes, I can. Well, anyway, so the Algarve Coast, Algarve, 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 Algarve. I think it's Algarve. Algarve Coast of, oh, wow, of, um, of Portugal mm-hmm. is one of the, um, that's a real good sea area. It's a real nice area to go to. There's great beaches. Some of the beaches there are only accessible by boat. By boat, because they're um, they're protected by uh, by a, a cliff and caves and stuff. Some of them they've dug through, and they've got these like extensive long tunnels that you can go through. I I don't even think I'd want to go through those tunnels to get down to the beach. You know, I'm claustrophobic. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean even coming down the steps of Sagrada Familia, at least you had a you could look out. Okay. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. didn't, even though it was a little tight, yeah. y- you could look out in those, in those tunnels that they have coming from the top to, that go down to the beach. Mm-hmm. You're just in a tunnel the whole of way rock. of rock. It's not even man-made where you could, I don't know. And it ain't even really rock. It's, it's organic material, yeah, it's, you know? I don't know. It's, it's I, I, I don't know if that's for me. 
Yeah, it's not for me either. I would have to, you know, get a boat and do it the old-fashioned <laughs> way. I'm sorry. I, 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 that's not for me. But anyway, um, a, a f- fantastic experience. A lot of fun. Let me, um, at this time, let me go on ahead and say a couple of words about Firebrand Publishing. Um, Firebrandpublishing.com, they are the best at what they do. Do they do spectacular work or do they do spectacular work? They do do. They do do. (laughs) (laughs) Spectacular work. Yes, they do do. And and I'm gonna tell you something. I've seen they they sent me some samples of a of a book that they did. Um, the um, God, I can't now. I can't even remember the name of it. It just came in, and they 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 said, "Hey, hey, look, they're such good people." They were like, "Hey, take a look at the, um, this children's book that we did." And they sent it to me for my kids. Um, God, I can't remember what the name of it. Lost in Paris. That's what it was. Lost in Paris. That, that's my book. Oh, you wrote that? Yeah, that, that's me. My name is on the front. That was a really good book. Thank you. Lost in Paris. Jasmine Jones. Jasmine Jones, yeah. Is Lost in Paris. Wow. It's a nice children's book. It's not too thick. You know, it's not like War and Peace or a novel. It's something that a kid can read, and, and, and it almost reminds me of manga in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know the—I mean, not the the book itself, but the setup of mm-hmm. the book. You know, it's it's real neat. It's a real nice way to to get kids to read. I think mm-hmm. if there were books like that, were there books like that when I was coming up? You know, most yeah, of when, when oh when I was coming up, mm-hmm. most of the books that I read mm-hmm. were um, on stone tablets. You know, got it. You know. It was chiseled. <laughs> That's how old you are. Stone, huh? stone tablets. Yeah. I had a lot of. Um, we had a lot of topics to go over today, but I just found us. Oh, I'm sorry. Finish. Ooh, you the people of Firebrand are gonna have I your know. head. <laughs> anyway, the um, so they did your book. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's that's fantastic. And um, uh, again, they do spectacular work. I I read it. I um, I I. I began to share it with with my son and my daughter, but I have bad reading habits, okay? Mm-hmm. So I said, let me read it first, and I climbed into bed with it, you know, started to read, I got drowsy, you know, I fell asleep, you know? <laughs> and then the next day I lent it out, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, but um, the uh, it, it, they do spectacular work. Excellent. Um, we, you know, obviously Amy's taken advantage of their services. Um, many, many people have. Um, I encourage anyone with a manuscript, anyone, you know, I, I was talking to them the other day and they were saying that one of their biggest clientels right now is people who are in an industry, whether it's self-help, whether it's metals, you know, they just did one uh, a book on a guy who does um, metal plating, plating, mm-hmm. gold plating. Yeah. Um, they uh, they they do all of these these manuals and books um, by people who are in an industry, and what it does is it sets up the person who's in that industry to be an expert. 
Yeah. Once you've written a book, now you're you have a book on the table at the at, at your store. You know, a lot of people are handing these things out instead of or or offering these things instead of business cards. Mm-hmm. You know, it makes you an expert. It's just a really it's the next step in the way that people are doing business. Mm-hmm. You know, successful people are doing business. So anyway, uh, uh, make sure that you um, take advantage and, and, and speak to the good folks at Firebrand Publishing today. Now, you had some real, um, we, we have some topics today. Boy, did we, did we really uh, um, stray off course. <laughs> I mean, lot. we literally were talking about the things we were going to talk about on this show. Before. What? Gonna... What? Four minutes before we, before we started the show? Yes. Four minutes before we started this show. And then get to anything. We were talking in depth about the issues that we were going to cover today, correct? Mm-hmm. And I even said, okay, let's save that. Let I said, let's. You, we were discussing it, and I said, you know what? Even though it's kind of um, uh, uh, not gone over, there's no prep on this. Mm-hmm. Let's wing it and go for it on the show because it's very interesting. You see? And didn't get any of. And we time. haven't gotten. <laughs> and what's our time? About. Almost 40 minutes. And we're almost, it's a 45 minute show. We're 40 minutes right now. And we haven't touched one thing that we are supposed to uh, get to today. Not only that, not only that, but as I pull up my calendar, which I'm doing right now for today, for what's the point, there are a myriad of of issues that um that are on the docket for the docket it's like we're in court for today that has that doesn't even have anything to do with what you wanted to talk about so, so what do we do something quick we got we got what tops 10 minutes what do you want to go do you want to start to delve into what you were talking about no. Can I say this? Though? Go on. New York Times article came out. Okay. And they did a profile on this Catalan woman named Noose Catala. She just died. Noose Catala. She just died. Isn't Sydney's um, Catalan teacher's name Noose? Yes. Or Oos? Noose? Oos? Shush. Shush. Yeah. And she just died. She died at 103 years old. Wow. I'd love to get me 103. I'd, I'd <laughs> me take one, I would take 103. And she... Um, that would give me another, what, 10 years or so? I'll take it. Nice. And um, <laughs> I'm going to end with that because I'm going to tell you her story. Okay. And this tells me why my... This is an ode... To Catalonia. You love this place. You, love you, you love this place. Catalonia. I love the culture. Yes. I love the people. Yes. I love the language. Yes. The food is good. Food's okay. <laughs> the food's okay. You know, it's, it's a different flavor for yes, me. Yes, it is. But um, the Catalonian culture, and probably the Netherlanders, the Dutch, it's probably another culture I like, but the Catalan culture is... 
very close, near and dear to my heart because they've embodied a lot of my personal ideals into the culture. Okay. And um, I truly feel a sense of male, female, of, of equality between all people. Men, women, different um, uh, children, adults, um, mm-hmm. different people from different places, mm-hmm. you know, whether they're from different places of Spain or different countries or different looks, whether you're Asian, whether you're African, whether you're Indian, whether you're Middle East. There's a lot of African kids that are adopted by Catalan people yes they they you know with you know spain is very close to africa right on the uh, not even seven miles you know separate them but and, anyway and spain does a lot of humanitarian work yeah, in do. africa so you find a lot of people that work for more catalonia than spain well, i don't know about spain i can only yeah yeah catalonia see yeah. see so um so i i really like that my daughter that my son is growing up with these ideals, because as much as you believe, as much as what you think, the society at large has a lot to do with how your kids are. And if you are in a society that is teaching your kids, is indoctrinating your kids in a way that you don't want them to be, you're, you're kind of out of luck. Because yeah. the, the, it's good. It's impossible the to crowd fight. has spoken. Yeah, it's impossible to fight. And so I like the way that they are. Anyways, um... Let me just show you what kind of a badass this woman who just died at 103 years old. In early 1939, when General Francisco Franco's troops invaded Barcelona during the Spanish Civil War, mm-hmm. Nus Catalana led 182 orphans in her charge out of the mayhem and across the snow-covered Pyrenees to safety in France. Wow. She took... See, she, she was born in a small town in Catalonia. Um, her father was a barber. Her mother and her father cultivated olives and wine. And as a little girl, she started working in the fields with her parents at 14. And, you know, at 14, she wanted equal pay for women. Mm-hmm. Okay? And she got it. She campaigned mm-hmm. in the fields, in the olive fields... And says, you know what? The women are working too. Why aren't they getting paid the same? Mm-hmm. And she, she fought for it and she got it. And then she studied nursing and went to um, Barcelona, moved to Barcelona to become a nurse. Okay. She became a nurse and wanted to work in a hospital, but she instead got put in charge of an orphanage. Okay. And then the war, the Civil War broke out. And that's when she took 182 kids Across wow. the Pyrenees. Now understand this. I can't even take two road. kids across the Pyrenees. <laughs> okay, this is snow-covered mountain. The Pyrenees are no joke. I the, just I mean, want you to tell. Not, we've been up there. Yeah. And it is no joke up there. This is a this is a major mountain range, snow-capped mountains in the summer type of thing. Go on. Yes, and she took them through the Pyrenees mountains. Into France, and not only that, she settled them and put them in foster cares and foster home, and really, um, you know, got got them taken care of. And then she stayed in France, married a French citizen, and Mm -hmm. then Hitler came to France in 1940. 
and she became she and her husband became an, became active in the French resistance. She and you know how the French resistance was. What? She grabbed, she get she got the 182 kids and went back over the mountains. <laughs> <to> <laughs> No, 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 not too much. All right, go on, go on. (laughs) And she and her they needed the stars and stripes to bail them out on that one, didn't they? Normandy, huh? Yeah, you damn right. What five years later? Forty-seven? No, seven years. Normandy. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I knew her. I actually knew her family, Mm -hmm. and um, uh, she had a brother. Named Norman, you know, <laughs> they, the parents named him Norman and Normandy, oh, you know what I mean? when they took Normandy? And took her where? No, when the American forces took Normandy, France. Yeah, where where did they take her? No, they took it her fa- The whole took... family, right? No. When Just they... Norman and Normandy or both of them? It was in the World War Two. Yes. When American Oh, you forces, mean the town? Yes. Oh. When they landed in France and they took Normandy from the Germans. Gotcha. The Germans. Gotcha. Okay, I'm with you now. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Forgive me. I'm sorry. Go on, go she, on. She and her husband helped um, resistant fighters escape and gave them refuge. Um, hi, she hid messages falsified documents and weapons. She hid weapons under her headscarf and baskets of vegetables to carry them through by bus or through Nazi checkpoints. Right. And as she wrote in her memoir, testimony... Did Firebrand Publishing publish her, her memoir? No. Okay. And she wrote in her memoir in 2012 when she was 97, she said, we women were not assistants. We were Fighters. Yes. And that's the other thing in Catalonia. Yes, that is true. The women are fighters. Took up arms. Yes, they did. They went to the front with line. machine guns and they stuff. Fought. These they old broads that you see walking around, they they were strapping machine guns on their backs. What? 40, 50 years that's ago. It. Yeah. And they fought so to so much so that the, the people that were left in Barcelona were the children. And the children they put to work digging bomb shelters. Correct. So, you know, this idea- As a matter of fact, uh, they took our children on a school trip to Mount Zouk. Mount Mount Zouk. Mount, Mount Zouk. Mount Zouk. Mm-hmm. And they showed them some of the tunnels that the kids had built, and they showed them where the kids were building a tunnel. And they had a tunnel collapse, and like a whole bunch of kids got um, killed because through of the bombing raid. Through, yeah, through a bombing raid. You know, and and so that was that was that was Barcelona during the Spanish men and women fighting, kids loading weapons, and yeah. and digging bomb and digging uh, uh, fallout shelters. Well, they were caught. Her husband and wife were caught in 1943 by the Nazis and sent to concentration camps. Oh, was she? She was in Limoges in 44, and then she was deported to Ravensbrück. Her husband was sent to another camp. She went to the camp for women. In all, more than 132,000 women and children were incarcerated there, with an estimated 92,000 of them dying by starvation, execution, or illness. Wow. 132,000. Mm-hmm. 
And then she worked at another camp um, in Bavaria. We were there. Yeah. Not in this camp, um, where about 30,000 prisoners died. She worked in an arms factory. Wow. And her word, she says, we used, we used sabotage to produce about 10 million faulty bullets. Because wow. they were making weapons for the right, Nazis, right, right. she said, and thousands of unusable artillery shells. Wow. She said in a 2013 interview with a Spanish trade union magazine, she said, we threw everything into the production line. Flies, cockroaches, oil, anything they could find to sabotage the Nazis. Gotcha. By the time the camp was liberated in 1945, she was almost dead. Her husband had died in the other camp. Oh, that's unfortunate. With Franco still in power in Spain, she went to the home of her parents, who by then had settled in France. Okay. As had roughly a half a million other self-exiled Spanish. Catalan, yeah. And she rebuilt her life there, but when um, Franco died, she went back to Catalonia. That's her home. And... um, Furious that Franco had not been overthrown along with Hitler and Mussolini, Miss Catala resumed her anti-fascist work, acting as a messenger for the Spanish Communist Party's underground. Wow. After Franco died, she went back to where she was born, a small town in Catalonia, mm-hmm. and um, had her family there. Lived until 103. My and that's the legacy oh of the Catalan women. Yeah. That's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They are fighters. There was this guy, he's, um, he's from the Middle East, and I was on Facebook, and somebody asked the question, who is with, um, anybody have a Catalan partner? Because, you know, we're all foreigners, yeah? Yeah. And, um... On the Facebook page. On the Facebook group. Yeah. And... This guy says that, well, I'm from, he called, I guess, Persian. I don't know, or Pakistan. Okay. He's like, I'm Pakistani. My wife is Pakistani, and we have a Catalan daughter. Because right. the daughter it, it, is born, it, it, born and raised here. And she, he was like, my gosh, it's hard dealing with their eight-year-old daughter. Because he says anytime he tells his daughter no, she turns around and says, think threats. Tink threats. I have rights. I yes. have rights. Yes. And I was like, damn straight, honey. Yes. You do have rights. And that's what they teach. You have, have rights. rights. That's right. And she's a girl. And to this Pakistani man and this Pakistani woman. Woman, yes. They're, they're Muslim. They're, they're, Muslim. They're, yeah. they're, um, they are entrenched in how they grew up. Correct. And they see this little girl mouthing off and they don't know what, what to, to do. What to do with her. Because you, because know, you know why? Tink threats. <laughs> she has she rights. She has rights. Yes, she does. And I think it's amazing. I love it. I love that. I do too. Both men and women stand up for themselves and... You know, There's no you can come to Catalonia. Do, do, do you see the the outfits that women wear here? And I'm talking about the tourists. You don't see the Catalan women dressing like that. No. But the tourists they do build a society where you can dress like that. That's right. And the, do you see some of the shorts and you might the as well thing? be wearing a bikini on the streets. Yes. The butt cheeks are out. But they might as well wear a thong and heels. Walking down the street. I mean, and you gotta understand, this girl, she was definitely a tourist. And she had these, these shorts that her butt cheeks were out, not exaggeration. 
and a jacket. I'm like, honey, it ain't even that hot. It's not. Out it wasn't yet. even hot out yet. Why that was two weeks ago. Down? They can't. They can't wait but to take their clothes off, and not one cat call. Not one. Nobody harasses anybody. If you do, you're in. They will back it up because um, they don't permit that. Now, obviously, you'll get peeping toms, like a girl is naked on the beach or chain or topless. You'll get people looking. Yeah, yeah, guy but might walk by. He gonna walk by a Look couple a of times. Long. Yeah, but it's it's for the most for the most part, part it doesn't happen because there's so many of them mm-hmm. out there naked. You might as well just wait and go on to the next exactly. one. Exactly. You so, know, it's no big deal. Like I said, you know, our children on a nude beach. It's it's you know, it's. It's like our children with pigeons. When they first came here, they chased pigeons. They chased pigeons. They always chased pigeons. I never knew that. I never understood why. I always thought it was so silly. And now? I don't care. They could care less. (laughs) You know what I mean? They're walking by and the pigeons right next to them. They're just walking. They don't care. You get used. You you, you adjust. You can adjust all kinds of things. I remember the first time Cindy was walking down the street. And saw two guys kissing. Mm-hmm. And she was shocked. She was mm-hmm. like, what the? What? Uh. Yep. And now she doesn't even notice. Nope. Now that's just what it is. Yeah, these things happen. So, and I love that. I love that it's live and let live. You know, I, I can walk down the street and smell mm-hmm. somebody some, you know, real marijuana. Real good weed. Coming off of them. I'm talking about cheese, dude. <laughs> yes. You know, you see somebody else, you know, skateboarding. Somebody else, you know, beatboxing in the park and, and breakdancing. You see yes. somebody else walking down the street with a boombox. You remember the days of the Yeah, boombox? isn't that amazing? I've seen teenagers walking through the streets two the or three boxes, deep, four yeah. deep. With a boombox. Yeah, it's amazing. It's so cute. It's such a throwback. And, you know, and then you can also see people in the park that you know they have, they have classical training either in, in the instrument they're playing or do you see the puppeteers? Mm-hmm. There are some puppeteers that do puppet shows mm-hmm. and, you know, marionette puppets yeah. with all the strings and stuff. It's very intricate. It's very, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's a, you know, it's a, there are truly people who have training in an art form mm-hmm. that are out there. And you say, well, can he make a living like that? You know what? He can, because you know what? The schools pay him to come and do something at the school mm-hmm. and the government pays him to go do something at so-and-so. And then, you know, he has a schedule. Yeah. And then when he's free, he goes to the park, you know, and he sits there with his marionette and he plays it and he does little shows for tourists and stuff, for, for, you know? Correct. You know, we were like, how can a, a musician make money enough to live? And we see how. They, there was a professional um, uh, group of musicians that backed up my daughter's school concert. Yes. Yes, that was amazing. It was amazing, you know. I, I, I you know, uh, so I'm just saying that, you know, if if you want a society to back you up and to back up your kids and to to really um, support 
you know, mm-hmm. show some support for your family. You, you know, it, it's possible. It can be done. And it's nice. I like, I like the way they do it. And it's nice to see. All right. So I'm going to, uh, you know what? I can't believe we're moving the entire show. We're, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> we're moving the entire show. Todos. Mm-hmm. Tots. Tots. She's <laughs> Catalan, of course. Into the future. I mean, you know, th- th- it's so dangerous to do this. And this is something that we used to do all the time. And then what would happen is we, I would look back on my calendar and I'd be like, remember last week we wanted to talk about this? Yes. You know, and sometimes we could bring it back up again if it wasn't time sensitive. Uh-huh. And other times, you know, things had, had moved on since then. Uh-huh. And it was like, you know, the, the news cycles moved so quickly that it was, I felt like you feel like you're almost dredging up, you know, who wants to hear about news two weeks ago? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. You know, people want to, you know, they, they want to know what's happening now. They want the now. What's happening now? Okay. You know, you got to you gotta be with the now, Amy. Well, I guess we'll decide. You know, you got to be, you got to stay current. You got to be hip. You got to be hip. You got to be with it. You got to be on it. You got to, you got to be part of it. You understand? You got to, you got to, I'm what's <laughs> happening. I'm what's going on. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm here. I'm now. I'm, I'm the, fu- I'm gone. Oh. I'm gone. Where are you? Where'd you go? I, help, I don't know where I am. <laughs> How do I get back? How do I get back? <laughs> now, now, I'm lost. Are you thought of me? Yeah. It's just, what is it? Uh, Mi pedido. Pedido. I'm lost. Me pedido. Almeu? Pedrido, <laughs> my lostness. Nice. Um, oneself, you know. Oh gosh. <laughs> yes. Have Lost of oneself. Yeah. Okay. I, I, this, this is too much. Right. Okay. So, um, don't forget firebrandpublishing.com. The good folks at Firebrand really go on ahead and talk to them. Um, especially if your your uh, your manuscript is anywhere close to, to to complete, or even if it's not, they actually have um, uh, people on staff that can help you finish the book. Isn't that what, what I'm hearing? See, si. did you have someone that helped you finish Jasmine Jones? No, you did it all yourself. <laughs> you are such a woman. I am. You do it all. You do it all yourself. No, if I don't believe that. You're just amazing. You know that. What What are you gonna do? What What's next? What are you gonna nap? Nice. (laughs) I hear you. I woke that this morning. I I couldn't. I could not. Could not get out of bed this morning. I mean, you know, I even got mad. Did you hear me this morning? I know we're running over. I'm gonna. I'm gonna end this. But did you hear me this morning? What? I was like, why am I sleeping like this? Yes. So, why am I sleeping so long and so hard? I'm like, that's what you wanted. Yeah, it is. When you, didn't want, when you couldn't sleep and you were waking up all the time and you had insomnia or yeah. just not sleeping for a bunch of reasons. Yeah. And now you are sleeping and you're getting good and I'm sleep. Get, right. Now you're alive. Now I'm upset, but I'm sleeping too hard, too I long. I think it's the CBD oil that's calming you enough to go to sleep at night. You think so? Yeah, I think you 
lived a life of, you know, high stress. Yeah, anxiety. And anxiety, yes. And I think the CBD just relaxes you enough to yeah. knock you out, keep you sleeping. And I'm healthy. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing. You know, it, it's. You've been healthy before and can't sleep. And couldn't sleep. That's true. And, and, um, and it, it feels so good to feel good. Yeah. I mean, you know, I feel like I haven't been healthy since last summer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Literally, literally, I feel like I've been sick since last summer. This was, this was a rough one. Yeah, with something. It was always something. Okay, everybody. Well, I hope you enjoyed the show. I know I really, even though we did Oh, excuse me. Even though we didn't get to the stuff that we were supposed to get to today, mm-hmm. this was a really good show. <laughs> I, you know, I really, I, you know, it, it, it brought up some really nice memories for me because I, I hadn't really even uh, thought about the, um, the, uh, that, that trip in a, in a long time. You know what I mean? And to and bringing it back up, bringing that memory of it back up again was really nice. We just got buzzed for um, really going super overtime. They're really busting my nuggets on this thing. So, everybody, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow.